warning. The Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. The following podcast is rated M for Mature. So those of you who are easily offended can go fuck yourselves. This is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Each week bringing you anime news, current and classic show reviews, and entertaining discussion from a fan's perspective. Here is Jello Kuhn and Zaldar. Hey everybody, welcome to episode uh, 100 something. Yes. 138, 139, 140, somewhere in there. Yeah, we don't even know. I'm just too lazy to look. Um, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. We are back after a long hiatus of. Yeah, we are. Three we weeks. Are. It's been a while. Yeah, it's um, been a while, but you know, y'all survived. I'm sure it was hard, but. but you we got email from people bitching, so there you go. No. You know, you're doing something around people bitch at you. Not not, you know, they, they never send us anything and talk to us about what we say. One thirty. Right? Actually, this one did. 138. Oh, we are in episode 138. Um, I am going to be reviewing today. Anahana, the flower that we didn't know that. No, what the fuck it's called in English. <laughs> the show. Reviewing it. Did you actually watch it? See, that would be important. Yes, I watched in about a two-day span. All right. Well, you would think you'd know the title. Then. The flower we saw that day. Oh, it's such a ah. heart-roaring title. It just says sound like heart-roaring title, actually. Yes. So wait for my review in like ten minutes, and you'll find right. out. So not doing too much else today, huh? What's that? Not doing too much else today before the review, I guess. Nah, news has been pretty quiet. Um, I mean, Toonami started last weekend. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was. It didn't have anything that I wanted to see, and I can't stay up that late anymore, really. But you pussy. Yep. Um, I watched hey, the first I'm episode. Man, I'm an I'm an old man now. Oh yes. Um. I watched Dead Man Wonderland. It was the first time the dub had been um, released here for us seeing it, so uh, it was pretty good. Although I'm sick and tired of Greg Ayers. <laughs> yes, we know. Well, I mean, he has the same freaking voice yeah, every he, damn show. and he has the same voice and everything. This is true. Sounds like a little kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's a good voice actor, don't get me wrong. But he just needs to change his voice a little bit. Yeah, just just a little. It does help. But. And then I also watched Paranoia Agent. Ah. Have you gone crazy yet? Last question. No, but I think, um. Uh, what's his name? Uh. Fuck. I can't remember who made it now. (laughs) He died. Yes, they're crazy. Um. (laughs) God damn it. It's a it's a great show, but it will definitely mess with your head, which is what makes it great, actually. But I can't wait to rewatch that one, which I'll have to do because it's been... Satoshi uh, Khan. There, fuck. Since I, 
Satoshi, I think Satoshi Khan is now crazy. Of yeah. course, I was told that, like, that's literally the only thing that he goes crazy on. Like, I have not watched any other works from Satoshi Khan, such as Millennium Actress, or, uh, really anything else that I'm aware of. All um, so, I have, and all I've forgotten that he did, that he was, did this show too. His stuff is always different. It's always very much. I mean, he, he'll take something like Millennium Actress is basically a, a almost a cop show, but it's very much also psychological, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of his stuff is like that. Uh, it's all very good, but it definitely is different. Well, I had to get a perspective on the show when I finished it, and uh, I'm really looking oh, forward yeah. to reviewing it. But I had to go and ask Reddit, and I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. And then when they explained yeah, no, it to definitely. me, it like smacked me in the face of like, oh, yeah, mm. I guess I can see that. Yeah, so. I mean it is. It's very much about memes and the power of memes and these kind of stuff. No, it's, it's, I, I enjoyed it. Well, but uh, we'll have to review it one of these it days. Will, yes, that will uh, be good. It was very interesting, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just I say this now: so. I'll, I'll never forget uh, episode eight. <laughs> I forget what that episode was. But. The hey, we're gonna commit suicide, but it's uh, a fucking running gag, and they never. Yeah, do. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, now I remember that. It was one of theirs that was a little bit funny, but I mean the show is it's fairly disturbing in reality from what I remember, mm-hmm. but it's very well done. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched a couple more Last Exiles. Um, and I have to say, when when they do, you know, a super duper beam weapon in Last Exile, well, there there's beam weapons. Then there's the weapon that you have to set up like days beforehand, <laughs> when you because when you fire it, you're firing it firing it from the other side of the planet. You've got to like call and the to, you got to call your enemy. Yeah, we're, we're going to be ready at, like, 9-ish, maybe 9.45 <laughs> no, the latest. No, not like that, but, yeah, I mean, they were – the way Last Exiles works, it's almost like you have flying battleships and the battleships, these big, almost sea-like World War II fights in the air, um, which is really cool, totally unrealistic, because if you had flying things, you wouldn't, you know, be having battleships. You'd have smaller planes, which they do, actually, and becomes thematically important, but um, – so they're ha- they're having one of these that he has set up. Somebody's betraying, and he the the antagonist. I can't really call him a bad guy. Uh, knows this, so he like fires this shot like a couple hours before the battle starts, <laughs> and then as soon as the battle starts, the beam gets there because he literally the battle is like taking place in I don't know America, and he is firing from <laughs> Russia, nice. basically. So the beam gets there and destroys the entire fleet of the, before they're able to like fire one shot. Well, there you go. Just, so so when they do a super duper beam weapon, they do a super duper beam weapon in Last of Exile. Well, there uh, you go. It's it's been interesting. So what else have uh, you been watching? Well, I've been watching that. And then I had uh, two females actually recommend Angel Beats to me. And why wouldn't they? So the so I had time. decided I had to talk to uh, watch that. And it, um... Did you like all that singing and dancing and sniper shooting and... How far, how far did you get? I'm up to episode five now. Hey, you got farther than I did. Uh, um, and I have More to that say, <laughs> I, would, I would not have chosen to watch this unless it had been recommended to me by two people whose 
anime tastes I actually kind of agree with amazingly. <laughs> not, there's not, honestly, there's not too many of those because I like the shows like Paranoia Agent, which a lot of people in America don't like. Um, um, no, I mean, it's a good show. But, From what I heard, it's a good show. A lot of people like it. I, I, It's one of those things maybe I'll throw on when I'm bored uh, and finish it. I got to, like, episode four where they were, like, making all the gags about gaming. Like, you know, they're running through the that big-ass yeah. fort or whatever. And they're like, oh, you fell down the hole. Oh, but you you lived because you're already dead and you're living his life. Well, that was, that was episode two, I think, actually. But, was it? Oh, fuck, I didn't uh, get that fucked. Shit. I just remember watching it when it aired and going, mm-hmm, close. I didn't give it a fair chance. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so one, of, one of our live listeners does, does think she has no taste in anime now, but you'll have to tell her that you like Clanand and... Um, hey, I cried. And I cried. That, that I actually key. don't like. What's that? Yeah, go go check out my uh, my my anime list. Uh, search for Jellocoon. J-E-L-O-O-K-U-N. About 185 completed titles right now and more. But, I sh- I, and I have <clears throat> to say, after the first two episodes, I thought I was going to drop it too, because I thought, that, oh, this is just a K-On clone, this is not going to be any good at all. Well, and then I watched the third episode, and it's like, oh, there's actually more to what's going on here. Yeah. There's actually something behind the scenes that might be interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it has actually been more interesting than I thought it was. I don't know if it's going to rank on my top shows, but... Well, you got to let it go. I mean, been, there's a lot of it, angst. It's been a, it's been pretty moving, and it's been... I mean, it's almost... It has a lot of the same thematic stuff as Hanover Renmei does. It's much more accessible. Um, but... Yeah, but you're, five, you're five out of 12 shows. You're on five out of 12 yeah, episodes. Yeah, I'm about Shit halfway through. change, man. And it's, it's, um, it could very well change. It's kind of gone undergone a change now. Uh, they, they did something that might have made things significantly worse for them. We'll have to oh, see. Oh, snap. Well, but, it'll uh, take you four to five months to finish this show, so. <laughs> well, hey, I've been kind of busy recently, you know, going up to New Hampshire and, mate, <laughs> and to considering going up to New Jersey. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say All Maine schools? or mating? Going up to New Hampshire. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. So. Yes, no. If I had believe me, if I had been busy mating, there would be this show would be significantly different. Uh, like, guess I what? I have kids here. Like, sorry, I've outgrown anime. I know of, uh, you know. No, stuff. no. I just let's think. Uh, podcast or spending time with female. Let's think. Well, clearly, I've made a choice. <laughs> I got the best of both worlds. I'm married. Yes, yes, you do. Being married. <laughs> But now you have to be careful the shows you watch, because how many times have you been trying to watch something and your wife walks in and you get embarrassed? Never. Yet. Yeah. Yeah, uh, not yet. Every time you review hentai, you talk about that. <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, and, and then I have to watch some No Line, which is still one of my favorite shows. Um, I have to say, it's been quite good. Guy on Anime Vice has been watching the new... Um, ah, I can't remember the title right now. Not Last Exile, but the other show that I get confused with it. And he's, his piece has been enjoying it, but since I didn't like the ending of the last one, I don't know if I'm going to watch this Is it this Space Brothers? Is it a currently airing show? Yeah, currently airing Space show. Brothers? Kids on a Slope? Nope, nope, nope. The one with the robots that the... Eureka. Eureka, uh, Eureka 7? New oh, the oh, new yeah, Eureka. Eureka That's from last... Yeah, actually, this is the season. I've heard nobody talking about that show. And now I remember what I was going to say. 
it's moving pretty slow for him, uh, but um, they. But the first one did that too. No, uh, it was, it was fifty three episodes is, or whatever. So yeah, it's on episode now. four now. The problem is that they're. I mean, if it's only going to be twelve episodes, they need to move faster than they are. I think, but if it's going to be twenty six, which is possible, they might be okay. And. Well, the strength of their stuff is their character stuff. When they tried to do an actual plot mm-hmm. in the end of the last, in the end of the first Eureka Seven, it kind of got bad. They didn't do it well. But um, the so I don't know. I may check that one out. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's different. It's got different characters. But I mean, I haven't watched any of it. But. uh I'll probably check it out eventually. I, I think, yeah, it got licensed by Sentai, if I remember correctly. Or I, it got licensed, nonetheless, because it was Elreka, and people will love that show. So. Oh, yeah, they do, definitely. He's been watching, uh, he's been watching Lupin the Third too. Dude. I heard that has a lot of boobs. <laughs> That's not really about the only thing interesting. I've heard nothing yeah, but yeah. terrible. It, it, it's supposed movies. to be darker and closer to the manga, I don't know. But yeah, it does have a lot of boobs. Um, Which is not a bad thing. The show I have been loving. I have loved, 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 loved every fucking episode. I am getting this when this comes out. Thank you, Sentai. Mm -hmm. Kids on the Slope is fucking amazing. It is a fucking amazing show. Interesting. Um, The one thing I heard about that is that it wasn't... That it was almost like just like an American TV show and not... All that great, but dude, it's Yoko Kano doing jazz music, and the director of Cowboy Bebop. It's sentence. I know, but you know, I think Cowboy Bebop's a little overrated. Well, whatever. Um, music I don't care. is great. I had um, the end Cowboy Bebop, but the plot just kind of went nowhere for me. Well, this uh, show is a, like very much a. It's a love. It's your coming of age love story slash teen angst slash. It's pretty stereotypical, but the way they pull it off yeah. is just amazing. Um, I, I honestly didn't watch the show for the first four episodes, and I plowed right through the first four. And I was like, oh my god, this show's awesome. And then I've been watching it every day, you know, every week it comes out. Um, I, I can't get enough of that show. It's so good. Um, there's always something from the episode, the next episode, that keeps you wanting more. It's like, damn. They always complicate the story that much more. And complicate may not be the best word, but it's not a bad... Com- it's not like you're trying to sit there and figure out, like, okay, what the hell did I just watch kind of complication. It's like another wrinkle in the storyline. It's like, ah, uh, shit, what's going to go? You know, what's happening next? Got it. So. Make sure you're not watching that anthropomorphic gun show. Well, you no. potty? Hell no. Are you potty or whatever <laughs> the fuck it's called? No. Yeah. Honestly, uh, you know, I they, have... they do some creative things in Japan, and sometimes they work, and sometimes they're just so far off the wall that you have to think, what exactly are they smoking? And the good news is, it got licensed by Sentai. Yes, it did. Although, I mean, I have to admit, that is, it is a creative idea. No, but, no, it's uh, not creative at all. Yes, it is. It's, gra- yes, it's it garbage. Is. It might be crazy, and it might not be any good. Hey, Moe girls that turn into guns. That's all right, Moe girls. That, I mean, come on. You look at an AK-47, don't you just want to go hug it, you know, because it just turn, makes you so 
I don't know. Moe, I don't know. Yep. I'm, I'm I suppose that's what they have to do in Japan since they have no army and they have to <laughs> <laughs> get this stuff from their anime. But Exactly. Uh what was the other one that was supposed to be pretty crazy this season? I forget. Oh, well, um, do you have any news or anything you want to follow up on her? I mean, it's been very um, dead. Tsunami came back. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, they've got a new in, the intro for the uh, Persona for the Golden has been out, but it didn't do much for me. I think I liked the old intro better, actually. And there's a movie coming out. Really? Yes. So Persona okay. for the movie. Yeehaw. Oh, there's, wait, there's a Persona for movie coming out. That's what I read. Interesting. Yes. I wonder is it I wonder if it's supposed to take <clears throat> after the game slash anime or is it gonna be just a retelling? No idea. I hope not a retelling. Yeah, that would be kind of ridiculous. To go play the game. Yeah, well or watch the anime, yeah. More than that, yeah. No the game is better significantly. The um anime anime added some things that were good to yeah, the story. But still. Go play the game. It's a cheap way. I mean they've got Nine million versions of that Persona Three and Four now on the yeah, handhelds, yeah. and I mean, easy yep. way to market it. Want yeah. the full story? Pay fifty bucks and find out yourself. Play the game. Exactly. And 80, the game 90, 100 hours later. No, it is. I mean, play is actually pretty good. So. All right. Did you find well, whatever the what did you find your what the fuck of the week? Oh yes. Okay. We have one from America today. So since we pick on Japan too much sometimes. Hey, the new Toonami evidently ranks number one in young adult demographics. Yes, this is the problem, though. Adult Swim already did that. They're not breaking anything new. Cartoon Network basically came out and said, yeah, ratings were okay. They're pretty much what they were. They didn't, like, come out like, oh, my God, we broke records. Thank you, everybody who watched Toonami. It was pretty much the same same people. Yeah. You know, same, okay. same, same ratings. Well, I think the problem is, is who the hell is going to stay up at 1 o'clock in the morning and like, oh, snap, I can't wait to go watch my thousandth episode of Cowboy Bebop at 4 a.m. Yeah. yeah. But I'll be you ca- know, you're not going to tape it even if it's coming on that late. Yeah, you will. Well, why not? You just click DVR it and boom, you're done. True, true. Who the hell tapes anything? God, give me the times, man. <laughs> All right, oh, okay. let's move on. Come on, get with the times, man. Exactly. What the fuck? You can't say any dirty words. Really? You can't say fuck? No. And you can't say shit? No. The Bonsai Beat, what the fuck of the week. Damn, dude, that kid's fucked up. The greatest bumper ever made. That's right. What do you have for us? Well, evidently, a high school teacher in America has been sued for $10 million. $10 million, all right. Yes, because she decided to teach one of her pupils the ins and outs of having sex. Um, wait, $10 million? Mm-hmm. Well, wait, okay, high school student or high school teacher? High school student, yep. Okay, I would assume this was hands-on learning. Oh, yes. All kinds. Okay. But, you know, I'm sorry. It's a bit of a double standard. No, it is not a bit. It is a double standard. <laughs> what? But she's hot, A. B, <sighs> if my, it would not have screwed me up mentally 
when I was in high school to have learned how to have sex from a hot teacher. <laughs> You're I mean, breaking come on. me. Oh, there's so many it, things wrong no, with No, I mean, it's it, seriously. When did his screwed you up? Mentally. Yes, because there's okay. the teacher-student authority figure hierarchy. They need to but, stay okay. in. But did, did you, why then do we have songs about guys wanting to screw their teachers? Because I mean, they have nothing better to do. Almost. I mean, a girl, yes, I can see that. Uh, especially, you know, I, uh, for a high school freshman. But guys are interested in sex at that age, especially way more than females are. Oh, whatever. Uh, anyway, who cares? Um, but $10 million? Oh, yeah, $10 million is ridiculous, of course. What are you? What's what's the claim here? A married teacher who sent private lessons with her schoolboy pupil, teaching him the more intimate details of oral sex and intercourse rather than the English language, faces a ten million claim from the boy's parents, <laughs> according to the as usual highly detailed police reports. The thirty-six-year-old Brooklyn, yeah, Brooklyn high school teacher who was herself married, pursued a relationship with her sixty-year-old pupil whom she was tutoring. He admitting to having sex with his teacher some 8 to 12 times, often at school, in her office. All right. One encounter um, saw his teacher pick him up from his house in her SUV, with the pair proceeding to have oral sex and intercourse in the vehicle. The boy went so far as to describe some of the intimately positioned tattoos he witnessed on his teacher's body. Yeah, man, she has some, she has this cool tattoo on her twice. Okay. Yeah, okay. She is also accused of sharing some of the private stash of cannabis she kept in her filing cabinet with him. Way to be classy, saying I could complex. It's marijuana, okay? The boy's girlfriend, I love this. The boy's girlfriend became suspicious after seeing the pair flirting and took it upon herself to hack her boyfriend's Facebook account and rifle through his personal correspondence where she read some of their steamy exchanges. The boy was like, hell yeah, this is fucking cool. The girlfriend got upset. That's why she got caught. I love that. Outraged, she confronted her boyfriend and informed the school of their antics. You're cheating on me with a teacher? And the school began an investigation. How dumb are you? Let's it, do this over Facebook. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, I have to admit, the guy there is retarded. When the parents found out that the personal tutelage their son was receiving at his teacher's hands was of a rather more intimate nature than they intended. But who the hell are they get to write these? This is way different than the way they were usually write their articles. My question is, why hasn't this teacher been arrested for, like, hmm, having sex with an underage student? Having sex with an underage kid? Yeah, she probably will be. They decided to file suit for $10 million. As the teacher's salary is only $78,000 a year, it seems likely their intent is to extract a settlement from the school district rather than the teacher. The teacher has since been suspended with investigators recommending she be fired. It is not clear whether the district prosecutor intends to file criminal charges. Her pupil, now 17, uh, they can only get her for statutory rape, is reportedly still at the school. His girlfriend's decision to break into his private account seems yeah, to have... Yeah, go charge her. She was hacking. Yeah, Illegal probably. use of a computer. They probably could, but they probably won't. But. I would. Like, jerk bitch. Yeah. And don't tell your I mean, girlfriend your passwords. Ah, uh, well, hell no. So that, that's... Password123 no, is not very safe, kids. 
I mean, does, does you do you know the weird password to your wife's Facebook account? I would sure as hell hope not. Hell no, it's that's her business. Exactly. Exactly. I thought you were saying that you she should have told his girlfriend that. All right. No, hell no. Me, my wife and I keep our stuff separate, you okay. know, because that's what you do. Exactly. I don't need to know what my wife does on Facebook. It's none of my business. Exactly. Agreed. And if I think about something or think she's doing something, I'll do the mature thing and talk to her. Instead of exactly. be like, I'm happy, bitch. <laughs> I have another one that's in Canada. Nope. Fuck Canada. We're moving on. All right. Well. Teacher lost his job for giving his students who don't turn work in zeros. Oh, oh God. And people ask me why I want to get out of teaching. Oh, I swear, kids are going to be like, ugh, oh, I, I don't know. Yep, yep, yeah, this is why did if did I have, have kids, Did I really have it, like, what happened to, like, accountability and... Oh, I have no fucking Being idea. told... No, you're not fucking special, Johnny. You're going to be flipping burgers if you don't straighten up and fly right. Exactly. Like, exactly. Where's the hard, cold truth? Now everyone is being told, oh, you've you, you got to tell them they're special. And yep. I, I don't know. I mean, it's Canada. It hasn't come down here yet, I don't think. Oh, but it will. It seems to be the way we're going, especially in community colleges. But, I mean, that's honestly, that is why if I have the money, I'm sending my kids to private school. Because that's the only way they won't learn anything. That's unfortunate. I hate it because I'm but because not everybody can afford that, and we need, do need to teach everybody. But hey, I went to route, public school and I went fine. I am well adjusted. I would assume. Oh, I know. I know. And they didn't do this to me when I was in high school. I didn't turn something. You turn yourself in. You got, in, you got a truck. fucking zero, and exactly. it's like, hey, you want to fail? No. Fine. Okay, fucking do your work. <laughs> exactly. But we can't do that anymore. No, so. Apparently not. Fucking kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The flower we saw that day on Ohana. It has been licensed by Sentai. So it's but getting released. It for $300 or something. For $300, right? exactly. Um, It's a very unique show. Very unique. In a good way or not? A good. It's good. It's. A, I. I enjoyed it. Um, it's about a group of friends, who, one of their friends ended up dying when they were younger, and then they all kind of just split up and went their own ways. Well, we, we meet, the main character, um, we just call him Jin Tan because that's what he calls everything. That's what he's called. It's like Jin Yama or something like that. We call him Jin. <laughs> and. Uh, all right. We meet him, and he's quit going to high school, and this annoying-ass fucking girl is a fun, is just around him all the time, and she's like fucking eight or nine, at least, you know, the way it seems. and Which means she could be 30, the way that he thinks in anime sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> so, um... So it's like you first meet Jin, and he's like he's just kind of playing video games, doing his thing, not going to school, and this annoying ass girl is bothering him. Well, that annoying ass girl's dead, and he can only see her. And he even himself is like, "I'm in." He's like, "I've gone insane. I have no idea. This must be stress or hallucinations or something." But he has no idea why he can see 
Her name's Menma. And she's a girl who died so many years ago. Finally, somebody who has something and reacts, like, something odd happens and reacts somewhat normally to it. Like, what the fuck? I must be going crazy. Well, kind of, buddy. Immediately thinking, oh, it must be something magical. (laughs) Yes. Which I mean, what is? This is what always happens. This is a nice, sounds like a nice change. Yeah, but I mean, like, in this case, it's... It's weird because he can only see him, or her, excuse me, and, for example, he'll react to her being there, hmm. and people around him will be like, what the fuck are you doing? Normal. Normal, yeah. Well, no, I mean, somebody's doing something. I mean, that's even as bad. Before we even find out what Menma even is, like, she jumps on his lap, and she starts, you know, doing her little ass scooch thing, and he has an orgasm and falls over. And uh, his, and her dad is like, yeah, like, what the fuck is this shit? And then we find out it's a ghost. And I'm like, um, okay. I don't know if that makes it any better or not. And that's the trouble of reviewing the show is like, is is really tough because, um, Menma doesn't exist. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do you talk about someone who doesn't exist? But yet as the key figure in an anime, you know. So basically what ends up happening, though, is um, he meets a longtime friend named Anju. She is basically, like, cold as hell to him. She's like, you know, you quit going to school. Here's your fucking homework. You're disgusting. You're a fucking Hikikomori. You know, and he's like, no, whatever. I'm not going back to school. And then we also meet the other friends. There's the fat guy named Popo. Not to be related with the guy from Dragon Ball Z. He, uh... He travels. He basically dropped out of high school. And he travels all around the world. There's another guy. Um... can't think of his name off the top of my head. Uh... Who's the other friend. Um... Who is just basically want nothing to do with the group of friends. He's moved on. He's like, look... Um... Jin, you're pathetic because you don't go to school and uh, you just worry in the past about Menma and you know, really just like just doesn't want nothing to do with them. Well, it just turns out that Popo and Jin start hanging out and they get Anju, the uh, the the main basically the main girl who isn't Menma, the kind of longtime friend, um, who learns about that Jin can see Menma. But it's still very like, um, okay. Well, I'm going to play along, and uh, we'll go from there. <laughs> I'm going to indulge your illusion. Yeah, and then there's Tasugi, who is very, very, is very much like the, um, at first she just comes off as a total bitch, especially to uh, Anju, who hangs out with these snotty, like, you know, just bitch high school friends who always talk shit about everybody. So she kind of just goes in with the crowd, but in reality, she's actually a very nice person. Well, uh, Popo and Jin, like I said, start hanging out, and he goes, well, I can see Menma. And he's like, oh my god, really? Oh, where is she? I want to talk to her. Blah, 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 blah. And, like, he's, like, all for it. Like, oh, okay, I believe you, sure. I will believe this. 
And the crazy thing is, in the meanwhile, Menma, she knows she's dead. And she can walk into a room, for example, and, like, she can tip over a cup. The cup will tip over, but no one will know why. So, like, there's some kind of, you know, there's, she has a presence. But in the grand scheme of things, nobody can see her. And for the most part, um, people just kind of play along with with Jin to say, uh-huh, yeah, of course you see Menma. Hmm? And then they start reminiscing, and it always goes back to an instance where they call themselves the Super Peace Busters, this ragtag group of people who protect peace. You know, kids make up little, you know, gangs, and you know what I mean? Yeah, you got a group yeah, of friends, yeah. you make little, uh, you know, f- teams and whatnot. Well, that's, a, that's a rather funny one. We are going to protect peace. What, do they protect peace violently? How do, no, how do they, they, they're eight or seven or they're uh, kids. Know, so, um, yeah, they protect peace violently. Um, <laughs> I mean, the kind of thing kids can do. Yeah, but so it always they always harken back on the day where Jin is asked by Anju if he likes Menma. He said, no, she's ugly. Who would like her? And then he looks at her and she smiles and then he runs away like a little bitch. That usually happens. Again, these kids are eight. What the fuck do they know about love? But, um... It always harkens back to that. And eventually, the the group reassembles and starts reminiscing about Menma and the events on that day. Because it's the same day she died. And they figure out that she wanted, there was a wish that she wanted granted. And so they figure, they try to figure out as best they can what the wish is. And that's really what a lot of the anime is, is figuring out what the wish is. But in the meantime, you've got all these side stories of, you've got the group coming back together. They are older, but they all harbor some feelings for what happened that day and they all have kind of dealt with men with death in not very healthy ways uh, like I said Popo basically like I said he quit school and he started traveling basically running away from the situation um, Jin obviously they don't say how long he's been seeing Menma but from the way of it it seems like a while but they kind of just drop you in years later. And they don't even explain what happened. So there's not very well good detail um, on, on the events of like how long things have been going on from when the story, when the show starts. So, uh, but there's a strong enough connection there where he has emotional feelings for this ghost Menma. Where, you know, he'll freak out if she starts like screwing around and... You know, like, for example, she nearly fell in, the, in a pond or in a river again, the same river she drowned in. He, like, flips out. Yeah. So it's like, he's got this very deep emotion to this person who doesn't exist, but yet is the, you know acts like he's there with him all times. Huh. It's, it's quite quite odd. And it's it's a good show because I mean they break it up where each character has their arc and they have the reasons of what they do um and in the end the story's good um there never was an episode it's 11 episodes so things move fairly quick and I guess when you say get down to it it's really showing how people deal with death and how they deal with their emotions 
along with the silliness of, hey, there's a ghost friend that we had, you know, silly stuff like that. But they try to make it serious. And in the end, the very last episode is extremely serious. But when you step back from the entire universe of the show, and you look back, all this started back when they were eight. And they're talking about, well, so-and-so loves so-and-so, and I have feelings for this guy, and she had feelings for him, and this is why I did what I did. and you know, It's very adult feelings for children. And really, that's what the hard part was at the end of the, at the, end of the show, was the reasoning for the events why this show even exists. It happened when they were kids, but then the way they deal with it, and they claim the reasons why kind of what happened happened was because the feelings of the characters and basically their emotions getting them you know and these and these characters then years later rekindling the emotions of the death of the of each other things of that nature there's highs there's lows there's never anything really bad um but i mean the show is like I said, it's not bad, but I can't be like, you need to go watch this. I really watched the show because I found it really interesting when it came out. I never got a chance to watch it. I was actually looking through my anime list's top rankings of anime. This was extremely, extremely high up there. So I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to watch it. Let's watch it. And they work with well with what they have, but in the end, you're just kind of like, they're kids. Where do they get all these feelings and emotions? When I was eight, I wasn't like, oh man, I want to just go be passionately in love with, you know, whatever, you know, whoever. I didn't have friends as close as these guys, but you, you get my point. You know, the anime tropes are there. Yeah, yeah. You know? But, but I mean, and it, it may be cultural to a little bit, because in Japan they do treat kids just like small adults, much more than we do. Yeah, not Not as bad as China. But um, they do more than we do, which kind of leads to some of the crazy things. That but no, this has nothing to do with that. Like, there's no nudity. There's no nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. There, which we don't have to talk about yet. But. What? No, no, no. I know. But what I'm saying here is they're treating the, the eight-year-olds like they have the emotionals. Um, they, have, they, have, they are treating them like they have the emotions of adults. So that when they're, so they're treating them like they can have the same kind of emotions and feelings and issues. Yeah. And the thing is, though, is by the time you find all this information out, though, you're eight, nine episodes into an 11-episode series, and you've grown attachment to the characters. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, that's what the show does best, is it makes you like the characters. Well, that's good. Um, You know, it's a very character... We got, like, uh, for example... Um, Beth and Kenny in the chat saying, you know, this sounds really boring. And I could see that. Um, this isn't going to be everyone's cup of tea, definitely. And uh, it's just kind of a unique show that, you know, it's not going to be something I'm going to be like, oh, man, you got to check this out. You need to go watch Anahana. Um, you know, you're just going to be amazed by it. No, it's... It's just kind of there. It's another one of those animes that it's good. It's a good watch. I mean, it's short. It's 11 episodes. So you're not having to invest a ton of time in it. 
Um, things move quickly, like I said, because it's character-driven. And 11 episodes, you've only got so much time. So you're not yeah. having to clog through filler. But on the other hand, when you put logic to this show, which in, you know, which isn't always good. I mean, you're, you're yeah, watching anime thinking, like, to get away let's, from let's, reality for a while, you know. Well, let, let's put logic to things like, oh, I don't know, Evangelion or no. But I'm not saying like I'm not saying like logical, like let's break down the ambitions and reasons of why or what's happening. But like when it all comes out and it's like, here's why everything happened. At the end, you're just like, okay. It happened years ago, and you were kids. And where did you get these um, these such adult grown emotions yeah, and and about. you know yeah, things of that nature? That. Yeah. Would it have been better if they'd set you know? Because I mean, they set obviously they set them at that age for for most stuff. Because that's well, what no. Why does nothing? This has nothing to do with. Well, I guess you could say yes. Uh, Menma I mean, is very cute. Is from, the, from the pictures that I saw, a yeah. little bit. But but, but I did like too though. It would have been better if they set the kid. Beth, and yeah, Beth just said what I was going to say. If they'd made it so that the kids were teenagers, they when are. She died. Oh, when she died, yeah, yeah. And then they were adults now dealing with. Well, not necessarily adult. I would say would even keeping the age it. they are, but it just seems like from the accident that took place to when the show starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really do a good job of saying when it happened. They were just they're young kids when it happened, right? You know, six, seven, eight. I'm guessing. Right. Make make them, you know, fourteen, fifteen. Ms. Best has said when when the accident happened, and then say, okay, now they're twenty and dealing with it. And so, that might have made the show probably significantly better, from what you're saying. Well, they were in high school, but they don't exactly say. It's just. Random high school X. They don't say like you're in class, you know, three C. Right, or, right, right. You know, but that's that nature. I mean, saying saying them make them be in high school when the accident happens, and then or middle school, maybe, or maybe, maybe yeah. even or middle school even, but or maybe and then maybe do don't have that big a gap if yeah, you want to keep yeah. them in high school. But I mean, like but, it, it, these characters are so, um, they have an episode where they go to Menma's parents. And her mom just freaks out, like, why did she have to die? You know, you guys are all grown up, and she's not. And they're just like, wow. I can't imagine what it's like losing like my kid as a parent. Parents must have strong, you know? It's like they don't grasp the seriousness of what they're doing. And who, you know, they're trying to fulfill this wish. And it kind of relates back to her parents, and they're trying to do this stuff, but it's affecting her parents. And they kind of seem oblivious to it until her mom is, like, freaking out, crying, and, like, you know, you know what I mean? So, so it really shows the maturity. Ways they're very adult. In other ways, they're just blind. I gotcha. Because they're not seeing, you know, maybe we shouldn't bring this up again and open old wounds. Yeah. So, but I mean, um, in the end, I gave it a seven. It was a quick watch. It was. It wasn't like I was like bored through the episodes. I, I pretty much watched them back to back. I watched one through four in one sitting, and I watched five through eleven in another. So I mean, there was enough there to keep you want to be motivated to keep watching. At no point was I like, "Oh man, this show better do something extraordinary, or I'm gonna drop it." Um, there was enough there to keep you interested. But at the end, which in my opinion can make or break the show, um, uh-huh. 
I wasn't that satisfied. Um, but, uh, I mean, you're not going to get, you know, hitting homers out of the park at every show you watch either. Um, right, right. I so really don't even know who to recommend this show to. Character-driven shows, like maybe Fruits Basket or something. But it... Uh, well, I guess. I mean, like, this show's really tough to, like, even recommend to anybody. Because it's an interesting premise. But then you learn that there's a fucking ghost. And you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Because the synopsis <laughs> is, um, you know, Jinta and his group of friends, uh, childhood friends, have become uh, estranged after a tragic accident that split them apart. Now in their high school years, a sudden surprise from each of them uh, to confront their guilt over what happened on that day has come the terms and the ghosts of their past which they you know they foreshadow there but yeah. still now, see now that sounds good I would watch something like that that sounds character driven and thought provoking and that kind of stuff it's unfortunate that it didn't live up to that description yeah well and the thing is it's like ghost Menma is very aware she's dead you know she even says mm. yeah I know I'm dead and they can't figure out why she can't rest in peace so, but she's very much still that young child. She she's looks like an she looks older from she's taller, but nothing else has been. Thank God she has no boobs or anything. That would just be awkward. Yeah, that would um, be bad. Yeah, but um. So this isn't like Dance of the Vampire Bun. No, 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 no. Um. So, but but Menma herself is still like. She's kind of mature, but she's really not. She's still got the spirit of her eight-year-old self, but she knows time has gone on without her. People are older. But it almost yeah. sounds like she doesn't care. Well, it's not necessarily Which. that. It's just, you know, she's just kind of there. Because she can only be seen by one character. Mm-hmm. Um, you really don't know that. You know, nobody else in the world knows that. Gotcha. So, um, I mean, check it out if it seems interesting. I really can't recommend it. Um, it's just kind of there, and it's an interesting watch, but it's just another one of those shows where you're like, ah, okay, I watched it. Um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just a show you watch, and you, you know, will it stand out maybe? Yeah, it could stand out. If someone were to ask me about it, I'd be like, oh, that's the one with the ghost girl or something. There's a hook there that you'll remember where you won't be totally dumb and be like, oh, I don't remember watching that at all. But there's nothing there to be like, oh, you need to watch this show. So that's where I kind of leave it. I really can't say anything more. Um, so, so it's not as bad, though, as Arcade Girl Fubuki. Hey, that had a French guy with handlebar mustache with hearts on the end wearing boxing gloves punching a joey stick nothing's better than that <laughs> nothing's and, better than that that's and passing that was one of your most entertaining it- reviews <laughs> well, that, well that was yeah they had the dinosaur playing the dinosaur yes and they had the dinosaur talking trash and the announcer <laughs> going oh my god the dinosaur just said you're going down and he was playing <laughs> primal rage of course, because what else would a dinosaur play if he was going to play a video game? If you want to watch, if you want to listen to my arcade gamer Fubuki uh, episode, check out bonsaibeat.com. Click our review index. Um, That's right. I included 
even more fun than that. Uh, it's me talking, but I also grab snippets of the audio from the show right. just to get to the ridiculousness of the, uh, of the of the show. It is a show that you would never forget if you watched it. And so bad is good. Uh, what was the other one? There was the one where the, the women were fighting, and they, as they fought, their clothes fell off. That was another one that you did, I mean, a review that you did that was absolutely hilarious. What's that one? Uh, the the women were fighting, and then as they fought, they ripped Oh, Master's Martial Arts! Martial Arts. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Um, Funimation? You, you always... I, I, whenever I review something, it's something that I usually liked. Like kind of Arinbe or Last Exile or something. You'll review things that you just absolutely hated, and it's usually hilarious. Oh, my God. Funimation just released their freezing trailer. Ah, uh, yes. Holy crap. You know what the tagline of it is? Mm-hmm. The dress code is about to get violated. It's like Masters of Martial Arts 2 with a new name. <laughs> it's, they even say... From the from I was like from the directors of who know about like ah fuck I want to I'm trying to find it here I'm trying to fucking find it because it's hilarious they're like dead on like Funimation gave no fucks when they were like you know we need to tell people about this show there's tits and ass and nudity but how do we convey all this ah here we go here we go. I'll make sure I add this on the uh, show notes. The masters of action-packed fan service have a new leading lady. <laughs> Her name is Satellizer L. Bridget. And she's as deadly as she ass is desirable. Nice. And she's naked. When the new boy at school dares to make a connection with this untouchable queen... Satellizer finds herself besieged by a bevy of busty beauties that are aching to beat her into submission. Especially the mysterious blue-haired warrior maiden who wants both Satellizer and her man. Welcome to West Genetics Academy. The dress code is about to be violated. Okay. Coming soon to Blu-ray and DVD combo pack. Oh shit! I can watch it in fucking glorious 1080p. With an unbelievably bad use of alliteration like that, you just have to go watch this now. The dress code is a boat to get violent. And the the kid looks like. Why the fuck would you name your character Satellizer? Because you got to make it as hard as impossible to spell. Uh, yes, she's a satellite. The best part is the the boy who who likes who is like the 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 main guy looks like a total bitch. She's like your generic, generic, generic. Uh, I am background guy A. Oh, but I have you know what I mean. Super generic. And and wait, and why would you call your school West Genetic High School? What what are you saying there? I don't, I, I don't follow. Is the town named Genetic? What? A, what? Uh, I may watch it just to fucking now? review. <laughs> I mean, what can top Z-Mind? What can top Masters of Martial Arts? <laughs> Maybe Freezing. If, if anything can match Z-Mind, that's, that's just a And here's the thing. 
this show is gonna cool. sell like gangbusters because yeah, Masters, yeah, Masters of Martial Arts sold enough for they to do another production run. Mm-hmm. Funimation knows what the American audience will buy. Yep, unfortunately. Well, gen- the general anime populace. Yep. So unfortunately, they don't listen to us and budget. Well, hey, man, <sighs> teach their own, man. Teach their own. Um. So, I mean, but if you're looking for, there's some good fan service shows out there, just not this. Um, yeah. <sighs> hey, but they're the masters of action fan service. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up here. All right. Um. We will be back here again with some more reviews. Hopefully, Anime Expo is actually coming up. Um. The end of June, I think. Oh. So we're gonna have. A boatload of news. Hopefully some something good. I, I honestly can't think of anything I'm really looking forward to this year. Last year I was looking forward to Mag- Madoka Magica getting mm-hmm. licensed, and it did. I really need to see that still. You do need to <sighs> see it. I really do need to see I that. I still have to purchase it. I've been poor. Yeah. Damn you. Anime companies making things so expensive. Anyway, um, we'll be back with uh, another show, more reviews. I am gonna start watching after many, many, many months of procrastination, Garden of Sinners, which was recommended to us by a faithful listener, and uh, so I'm gonna start watching that, and we'll have a review uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah, that's supposed to be the one that like cost a ridiculous amount. Yeah, like 600 bucks wonder, when it came out. Yeah, it ridiculous. No, no wonder you're poor. <laughs> the best part <laughs> is, the best part is, they're coming out with a DVD release. <laughs> they're probably like 80 bucks. Yeah, significantly cheaper. Yeah. Well, that's a good time for you to review it, I guess, because it's supposed to be very good from everything I've read. Yeah, everyone says it's really good. Um, so. Yeah, I'm going to keep finish up watching Last Exile and rewatch the end of Paranoia Agent so I can talk about it intelligently. There you go. And uh, All right. then uh, finish on Angel Angel Beach, Angel Beach. which I have to I didn't, I haven't checked it out yet to the music there. So a lot, the ending and the opening song are really really good. I don't like the songs in the show too some too much. The one was really good. The slower one that they used in Episode Three, I think. Was uh, no, not episode three. I just remember the first one from episode one. We're like, we use them to distract everyone. It's like, yeah, that song I didn't like, Uh. but the opening song with the opening credits and that that was good, and the ending song is very good. Doesn't doesn't ratchet up with Hannah Marenme music, but nothing's going to, but deserves special mention. All right, thanks everybody. Check out bonsaibeat.com. Show notes, review index. That's really all that's there. I don't know. I update that thing. So, uh, twitter.com front slash jellicoon. I'm using about anime, wrestling, TV, life, anything really. So, if you ever want to figure out what the fuck I'm going to review next, you'll probably figure it out pretty damn easy. Anyway, take it easy, everybody. Thank you again for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon. Yep, yep.